and welcome to The Hill is Always Greener, a show where four friends have chill discussions about Sonic the Hedgehog to distract themselves from the inevitable passage of time and their own rapidly waning ability to relate to the youth, or something like that. <laughs> I am Game Buddy. I am Valero. I'm Rock the Jake. And I'm Cyberlink. Well, uh, today, I think we're just going to jump straight into our topic today, because we are discussing... Which is very difficult, because it is high up in the sky, and I can't jump that high. <laughs> yes, it's a big it's a big object, it's a big topic, and well, we're talking... It's a big egg. Uh, yes. That's the one I was going to say. Egg, egg, he said egg. Big face. We're allowed to do that on this one. It is a big egg. Yeah, especially in some artistic renderings. We are talking about yeah. the death egg. The, I'm just going to throw it over to you, Falero. <laughs> Hi, this was my idea to do this episode, so I get to leave it. <laughs> I'm weirdly passionate about this big egg. So um, here we are on May the 5th. So May the 5th be the Revenge you. of the 5th. Yeah, Revenge of the 5th. And uh, we're talking about something that is Star Wars adjacent, which is to say it it's just a big rip off of the, of the Death Star from Star Trek. Star Wars! Oh no! <laughs> oh no! They're gonna get you. We're not cutting that out. You're gonna own that one. Uh, that's gonna live for me for the rest of time. But also, did, am I really in danger of uh, just upsetting nerds? We're all nerds here. Yes. Oh, sh- <laughs> well, anyway. Um, so, the Death Egg. Uh, the reason we wanted to talk about this is because if we were just. Like, maybe about ten or so years ago, this would have been like, it was in one game and a few comics, and that was great. But, uh, but yeah, the Death Egg is a recurring element in Sonic games now, uh, surprising to say. God, I just I just really find it fascinating. It, you'd think it's the silliest thing. This big old, th- this big giant egg in space. You'd think, like, with Robotnik's face on it. You'd think this is the weirdest, silliest thing. It is, but it's also really scary. Trust me, <laughs> as someone who grew up fearing it. Uh, but yes, uh, this is the Death Egg episode, and um, what what can we say about the Death Egg? That it's a surprise. It is surprisingly a pop culture reference that has permeated Sonic since the very beginning, and nobody bats an eye at it, which is really weird to me. Yeah, yeah. I I if. I, I can't really pin it down. I'm pretty sure I saw the Death Egg before I saw the original Star Wars. Now, I'm sure, again, because it was such a ubiquitous pop culture thing, even, you know, back in the early 90s, that I, I probably knew what the Death Star was, even though I hadn't seen, you know, the original trilogy yet. But when I got, you know, saw it in Sonic, it was just like a... Wow, that's a cool thing. I think it's a Star War. I'm not sure yet. I'm eight. <laughs> <laughs> See, I wasn't one of those people that really grew up with Star Wars. I knew it was there, and I sort of like briefly acknowledged the Death Star. I, I, I knew what it looked like, but I, I don't know. I, the Death Egg was like Sonic was the first, one of the first things I really cared about in the world. So that's where. So I'm like, oh, oh, Death Star. Yeah, nice Robotnik ripoff there, George yeah. Lucas. <laughs> I did. Uh, I remember as a kid thinking, and hey, hey, was kind of vindicated by the time we got to arguably the uh, progenitor in fiction of the Death Egg Space Colony arc. That the Death Egg, I don't think in any games ever fired any like giant planet destroying lasers. It just kind of 
uh, faffed about and kind of fell out of the sky in most of the games, huh? Yeah, yeah. We, uh, we don't actually see it doing a whole lot. Uh, but it mentions it has weapons. I, I feel like I probably should have checked Sonic Forces a bit more thoroughly because they actually use that in a <laughs> as a weapon in that game. But yeah, it's just kind of there, isn't it? It sure is still cool looking, though. <laughs> <laughs> I um I myself grew up. Uh, occasionally watching like the original trilogy star wars on vhs with a friend whenever i would like spend the night at his place like we would stay up late and watch like just any of the original three and um i i think there was only like one time when i was a kid where like i saw the death egg and i was just like hey that's just like star wars and then like i just after that i just saw it as like two separate things (laughs) yeah (laughs) but but like i think the death egg honestly the death star is like such a huge pop culture thing and it's been, you know, referenced and parodied so many times. But but I would say, like, the Death Egg almost has, like, a shoulder-to-shoulder position with it because it's also been in, like, the public conscious, as far as at least, like, video gamers and stuff, for a really long time. And it kind of has more personality because if you think about it, the Death Star is pretty much just a big marble where Layla gets captured. Not Layla, but Leia. <laughs> um, people fight sometimes and then it blows up twice. Whereas, yes. <laughs> whereas the, the <laughs> death sure egg, <laughs> the death egg uh, also has lasers. It has a big face, and it pops up a lot more frequently in its own cannon than the Death Star does. <laughs> that is true. Um, I don't know if I could say it was shoulder to shoulder with the Death Star because I think a lot more people know about Star Trek. Star- oh, it nearly happened again. <laughs> <laughs> more people know about Star Wars and Sonic the Hedgehog, I think, in general. But as far as we nerds are concerned. I don't know, like in the nerd subculture. I don't know, man. <laughs> Sonic, Sonic's making a bit of a resurgence now. In our particular niche. I definitely saw the Death Star first, but I played Sonic 2 first. I just never got far enough in that to, you know, see the Death Egg. I wouldn't have picked up on it at that time. Sonic 2 is interesting, and we'll, we'll go into more detail, in that the it, it kind of appears in name only. Like, yeah. you don't do you, you don't ever yeah. get, like, a like an outside shot of, like, oh, this is a space station being built in progress. You kind of just get the little transition of Sonic hopping off the rocket and then the Death Egg Zone. Yeah, you yeah. don't actually see what it looks like unless you're a sneaky little cheater person who goes onto the level select to see the outside. And you'll see, like, the icon for the level. It's a big egg with a robotic face on it. But otherwise, <laughs> if you actually play the game normally, like a like a good kid, you would never know what the death egg looks like in that, in that time period. You're a good boy. You don't know Yuji Naka's birthday to enter on that sound test. <laughs> <laughs> but you, I'm looking at a picture of the Death Star right now, and you, there's like that big old... There's that big circular point. I think that's that's what the actual weapon comes from. The big cannon comes from that little uh, indent, the circular indent. Yeah. You can sort of see how it's sort of like copy-paste uh, one to the other side to make an eye, and then put a moustache and nose in the middle, and you've got the Death Egg. Uh, <laughs> But I, I don't know. I just I I think that's scarier to me is Robotnik's big face plastered on it. Yes, Jake was saying like that adds so much personality to not only the Death Egg itself, but to the character of Doctor Robotnik slash Doctor Eggman. That <laughs> you know he had you you will see his his cute little logo on stuff and on. But I mean, this is the ultimate like yes, my face large enough to see over the horizon, <laughs> my <laughs> mightiest creation. I think I think there is something to be said about. If you saw the Death Star 
coming from miles, I guess maybe light years, space travel is weird, <laughs> away. Um, you know, that would be like very imposing and, and scary. That's no moon. But like, even with as goofy as Eggman's face is, if you saw the same thing, but with his face on it coming at you, I don't know. Like, I, as humans, we're drawn to faces. That's why... For instance, so many YouTube thumbnails usually have people making stupid faces in them, and that's why, <laughs> and that's why we we tend to see faces in things like the Man in the Moon or what we see in cloud images. And so, I think if there's an imposing force coming at us that looks like it has some sort of face, it would probably be scarier. I think a prime example is the Moon from Majora's Mask. Oh yeah, yeah. I and maybe it's just because I just saw that clip again, but the um the scene from Gravity Falls where the giant balloon shaped like Grunkle Stan's face <laughs> catches on fire and falls towards I the children. Eat kids. <laughs> Mommy, is the floating head going to eat us? Yes, Charlie. Yes, he will. <laughs> <laughs> I I think you're right on the money there, Jake. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> an identifiably human uh, feature, but uh, you know, giant planetoid sized. It it makes it all the scarier. So I I have a question to posit to our our Death Egg uh, host for the day, Chris. <laughs> do um, and this is a very real, genuine question. Do uh, we know? <laughs> do we know who had the initial? thought about the death egg like if it was an artist or if it was yuji naka himself do we have any documentation on that if we do i have not properly researched it (laughs) (laughs) it's interesting because you know you have in our outline here the like a chronological appearance of of the death egg and uh, the one that blew me away is this commercial for Sonic the Hedgehog 1 mm-hmm. um, that sure as hell looks like it has a death egg in it. Um, yeah. yeah, the Japanese com- animated commercial for Sonic 1 that features various... Sonic in various cool heroic situations include riding on a spaceship like in um, like in that one arcade game. What's it called again? Sonic- uh, Sega Sonic Cosmo Fighter. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah Sega Sonic Cosmo <laughs> Fighter. Sonic He-Man game. Um, <laughs> you know, that one. You've done a good job keeping space peaceful. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, we, he, like that, he's in a little spaceship and he's going after uh, going after what looks like the Death Egg, uh, just with a very prominent moustache. And I, I'm pretty sure this was just more or less the idea of What's a cool Hollywood situation where you put Sonic in? Blowing up the Death Star, but it's got Robotnik's face on it. Uh, I guess that, they had the same idea as the Sonic 2 creators. Yeah, that is super interesting. I wonder, I, I really do wonder which came first, or was it one of those, um, what do you call it, you know, that parallel thinking, like, uh, they both just came up with the idea for the Death Star, Death Egg at the same time? Yeah, which came first, the egg or the egg? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> uh, that was one of the commercials that got uh, included in the um, the movie theater in Sonic Jam, I yeah. believe. Yep. Yeah, but uh, yep, that sh- sure is. It is. It is a little different from the traditional Death Egg, but it. I think it counts for sure. I think I would not be surprised if they saw that in the commercial and they thought, huh. You know, and then one thing led to another. <laughs> Glad I thought of it. <laughs> I mean, you made this. I made this. <laughs> I mean, when you consider like we don't know for sure who came up with a death egg, but it was in a Yuji Naka helmed game, and Yuji Naka, he's a guy known for things <laughs> <laughs> one of those to where even if i in, in a cursory glance i do not see any like credited uh concepts for that 
but yeah, even if we did have a, a, a statement, say, from uh, Mr. Naka, I don't know if I'd trust it at this point. Yeah, <laughs> true. Just all, all things considered in the year 2023 regarding the legacy of Yuji Naka, but hey. <laughs> I will say, Sonic 2 is a... Uh is was like co-made in america largely made in america actually even though yuji yeah. naga helmed it and having a bunch of americans coming up with level designs one of those like what if we do star wars <laughs> uh, <laughs> that entirely could have been what happened that would have been back then where all nerds had to sound like that so you could <laughs> we're gonna find one of these days we're gonna find out that mark cerny was a big closet star wars geek yeah, he he might be the one. He might be the one to uh, to ask in the, these days. <laughs> but that kind of leads us to Sonic Two, I think. Uh, the first actual legitimate appearance of something called the Death Egg, and as we mentioned before, that's like yeah, you don't actually see anything from the you don't see it from the outside unless you're on the level select. But you do get to see like the planet. I guess it's the planet Earth, really. I was going to say Mobius because uh, that's just what I thought it was. I read the comics. <laughs> I mean, that was what we were led to believe at the time. I yeah. have no reason to, you know, I'm not going to decry you for saying so. But how cool is that at the time, though? For me, like, seeing the planet down there, like, through the viewpoint of, of this this big old space station, that's quite awe-inspiring. Yeah. And uh, then you... you it's basically a little mini boss rush where you fight uh first off like one of the one of the recurring things i think in death eggs is we fight a big old robot sonic the mecha sonic that i don't remember the number of is it number two number well we all called him silver sonic back in the day anyway but that's no longer relevant apparently he's back to mecha sonic as far as i know i know I know in Lego Dimensions they called him Robosonic just because they also had Mecha Sonic as we know him, mm-hmm. and they didn't, didn't want to get him confused. I still think Silver Sonic's pretty cool. I like that name. Yeah, he's the big he's the big brother of the eight bit version. <laughs> Mecha Sonic Sonic the Hedgehog two. Do they have a name for it? Well, it's just a big scary freaking robot that you fight. Uh, you've got no rings, and that gave me nightmares uh, when I. I was going to say, when I played through all of Sonic 2 to fight the, to, to go against him, but no, no, I knew the level select back then. I just wanted to jump <laughs> yeah. to the last level to look at it. I was like, oh my God, what happened? Why am I in space? <laughs> yes, I think that was my first experience as well. And also the like, oh no, I must have glitched something because there's no rings. You have to give me some rings, right? <laughs> <laughs> no. No. Nope. <laughs> uh, it is interesting that... Okay, even, you know, this is the Death Egg Zone, and uh, even, like you said, you don't actually see the Death Egg proper, but the lasting legacy in Sonic 2 is the big old Death Egg robot, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That's the most recurring element, I think, inside the, the Death Egg. I think in recent years, it keeps coming back mostly just because they already have the model made, and they could just keep, you know, using it again, mm-hmm. but... I think that, you know, putting that aside, it is still like one of the more iconic parts of that whole sequence. And if you need a character motivation, we've already established that Eggman loves his appearance enough where he puts on a giant orbital egg. So, <laughs> so yes. you can say like, like even, this, this, even if this machine doesn't work every time, I still love it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and the, his giant uh, mech suit as well <laughs> just looks like him. Of course it does. And... Yep kind of terrifying when i played it originally because again no rings giant this is big old stompy mech yep. 
uh, coming after you, chucking its spiky arms at you. Horrifyingly, horrifying horns blaring in the background as you fight yeah. against it. <laughs> <laughs> Arguably unfair hit hitboxes on that yes. thing. Yeah. <laughs> And if you're playing as Knuckles, you're screwed because you can't jump high enough to get him until he's like bending down. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Oh, man. Yeah. Even even I remember doing that uh, in Origins. It's like, oh, yep. Nope. This is still really hard. <laughs> yep. You can get some cheap hits in with Sonic, but uh, prepare to do the entire. God, what is it? Like 10 cycles with Knuckles? Oh, boy. <laughs> Scary robot. There's just something about it, like, when you finally beat it and it starts blowing up, and then everything's blowing up when you blow it up, and then Sonic's running out, and there's explosions everywhere, and... Like a Tails and his friends. Dream. <laughs> Dreams come true kicks in. <laughs> Why did I tie the core functions of this death egg to this one robot? Ah! <laughs> I didn't know it was a load-bearing robot. <laughs> It keeps happening. It keeps happening. So it was like the first glimpse of like, wow, this is really scary. Really cool and like really climactic and what a great ending to the game. But, oh man, like just immediately when I think of the, like originally when I would think of the Death Egg, I'd think of that level, that that stressful level, which I would get game overs on over and over again because it's, it's really hard fighting both of those bosses straight in a row. But yeah, that's it. It's just fear. That's, that's, one of, that's my first point of where I'm like, I associate the Death Egg with fear, and I hadn't even seen the giant face yet. Yeah, I was going to say, it's less witness the power, full power of this fully operational battle station, more we're just going to make things as unfair to you as possible. The station is irrelevant. You just can't take any hits. Yeah, but I think the Death Egg finally comes into like its true glory. Uh, by the time you get to Sonic 3 and Knuckles. Now, of course, like, because this is like the Death Egg saga essentially starts in Sonic 2 and becomes like this big old story point throughout the next couple of games and like the final games of the original Mega Drive Genesis trilogy. And uh, yeah, Sonic 3 is like where the whole point of the game, aside from, you know, you're it's all happening on Angel Island and you're fighting against Knuckles. Robotnik's trying to bring back the Death Egg because it's fallen down, it's landed on the island. Now he's trying to bring it back and you've got to stop it. And that's like, even if you don't necessarily see that until you get to like launch base zone where you see it, like see the head, like um, slightly submerged in the water in the background. Uh, Looming. The threat, if you've read like the book, yeah. It's like, yeah. oh, this is, you've got to stop this thing because you know what it did last time. It made you fight two bosses in a row and that was really horrible. <laughs> <laughs> you, do, you don't, again, like in this game, you don't see it a whole lot. In fact, you don't, like in Sonic 3, like vanilla, you're going, you, you're like riding on the underside of it as it starts to launch off. You fight against Robotnik in two very horrible battles, actually, without even getting into the Death Egg. And then when you beat it, um, you just see it sort of like fall in the distance. You're like, oh, there it goes. Oh, it's exploded. Hooray, we won. <laughs> I I do have, like, we're talking about vivid sense memories of that, you know, the little sequence after the the boss and launch base act two. You hop into the little abandoned egomatic, and then you get the, the, the I've always loved that scene with Knuckles where he's like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, he kind of is like, you know, everything's coming up, Knuckles. Nothing could possibly go wrong. And then the death egg starts launching, and, oh, I know it's, I mean, my memories are, you know, playing on my little CRT 
CRT TV with my Genesis hooked up, I swear the 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 feeling of the Death Eggs jet boosters launching like shook my entire house. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, you know, Sonic's just passing in front of them and it takes up the whole screen. Oh, it's so good. And you you make it to that little outcrop and get to fight the, you know, I know it has an official name. I never noted, I, I never learned it, the, the little mini boss, because everybody just remembers big arms. Yeah, it might not be there if you're playing on the original Sonic 3 and Knuckles, but in Origins and most of the fan mods, they knew that you had to have yeah. that there. Yes, I do. I, a special shout out to, I love the little, um, the the special bridging the, you know, bridging the games animation in Sonic Origins that is like the, the Sonic and Knuckles intro screen with the death egg falling into the mountain. I, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> I think that kind of brings us to Sonic and Knuckles because that's like the first thing you see on the title screen is the the death egg falling face first into the volcano with a and <laughs> yeah I think that that would have been my and probably a lot of other people's first real kind of realization of oh that is the de- that is what the death egg looks like oh okay it's yeah. it's it's so funny. I think the the game, the the presentation in those games does such a good job of it is like you you can riff and like talk about how funny it is that like oh, Eggman just can't get this freaking thing launched, huh? But like thinking back, I remember thinking like um, you know, like, oh, well, thank goodness. Gosh, that, okay, <laughs> Sonic, Sonic did it. You know, it crashed into the island, but it didn't launch because it's like if this thing like gets fully powered up and gets launched it's i mean it's over like when when that actually happens in in at the end of sonic 3 and knuckles i remember as a child just having like uh, we gotta stop him here we we can't let him get away <laughs> we don't know why we don't know yes. what it's gonna do but the very idea of it being up there it can't be good <laughs> yes exactly I, I remember being fully bought in to the 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 very thin fiction. Again, we do, we don't actually know what it can do in the context of these games, but I it's very it, bad. It's like we we've all seen Star Wars. We're like, oh no, it's got a giant. It's probably got a giant laser built up to it. He could probably wipe out half the moon with that. Uh huh. <laughs> uh, maybe that's a stretch. And it's more like just his summer getaway up in the sky. <laughs> oh, we're ruining that for him. Oh well. <laughs> <laughs> I know. What if that was it? What if he just <laughs> he just wouldn't know? He as we're fixing to get into the many death eggs are proactively uh, mach- bad machines that affect the environment. I'm, I'm sure he told Knuckles that it's like, oh yeah, I'm just going up there to my little summer home <laughs> yeah. in space. It's going to be fine. <laughs> well, if you say so. <laughs> Definitely won't crash your island, steal your emeralds, or eat the little planet. Is that still canon? We'll get to that. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like Sonic and Knuckles in particular is where, like, the narrative... Like, it may not be, like, a deep narrative, but you see see a lot of stuff happen through, like, the environmental storytelling and the little mini cutscenes in Sonic and Knuckles and... Oh man, like, uh, it all starts, I think, in like Lava Reef Zone, where you can, where suddenly you're like, oh, there it is in the background as I'm running along, there's the face. And as you get like further through the level, you see it gets bigger and bigger as you get closer to where its face is like crashed into the crater of where the, the mountain, the volcano is. Yeah. 
And then you think, hey, isn't it time for a boss? Flash! <laughs> yeah, because Knuckles, like, you, you go out, you, you're, like, rising up, you're seeing the death egg. Knuckles, like, wax a giant big rock at you. <laughs> big old gem. Since you're flying down, you land yes. down in this, this like, what still chilled icy area. And then there's, oh, big old death egg eyes. Well, it's not going to be icy for much longer. Bram! Yeah. Fire, flames. Robotnik sending missiles after you. Oh, terrifying. And that's sort of like, it, it carries on, th- carries through Hidden Palace Zone, where again, you see it in the background, and there's the whole Knuckles fight. But, ah, uh, Robotnik Betrayal steals a Master Emerald. Oh, well, I guess we'll just have to team together. Go to Sky Sanctuary. There it, f- it is. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so cool. Iconic. Yeah, I mean, you talked about, like, the, the story presentation in Sonic 3 and Knuckles, but I mean, the, the, the hypish shit is the end of that Sky Sanctuary where they are running on that corkscrew platform and then you hop to the Death Egg itself. Yeah. Yep. Oh, boy. Better get ready for, for some scary music and a scary level. And we actually get a level this time. Uh, this is where, like, I feel like there were plans to have, like, an actual Death Egg level in Sonic 2, but, you know, space, time, all that sort of stuff. But now... There it is, uh, a full spacey sci-fi level that sort of like establishes what a Death Egg level is going to be going forward. Oh, it's it's an interesting one. Yeah, looking at looking at Act One, I'm I'm sure I've made the connection in my head before, but just seeing it now, like a very uh, Star Wars New Hope, um, where uh, Obi Wan has to turn the tractor beams off, like the the big pillar in the background of of Death Egg Act One. Like I I, I think I, I am definitely seeing the inspiration. It's it's so cool looking. Yeah, and then the you know Act Two is you are. I can only imagine, like, if if they pulled away, like, further showed, like, you're climbing up, like, the the outside of the Death Egg or, or somewhere. Sonic doesn't need to breathe. It's fine. <laughs> no, no. I think, yes, that was established early on. Can't breathe underwater, but can breathe in space. It's okay. And, yeah, it just, it just builds and builds, doesn't it? Like, uh, by the time you get to the, you get to the boss and it's, well, you get a boss. And it's just a, a weird one. But then you fight the boss. And that's yes. <laughs> and like you you think the last Death Egg robot was big. This guy, this it's flipping huge. You can't even see yep. all of him. He's off screen. I don't even know what he's standing on. He's <laughs> he just hops into this giant mech suit that's that sneezes fire at you and it's terrifying. <laughs> giant yeah, sorry, the giant Eggman robot, I believe, is they call him uh i just think he's scary <laughs> yeah yep. you're, you're not even wrong it is so intimidating and uh, again one of those that i did not manage to get to uh right away as a child but i'm pretty sure there's a screenshot of it on the back of the box and i would just you know look at that longingly and be like someday someday i'll have to face him <laughs> <laughs> my mountain my everest Yes, my my white whale, my big egg, the master emerald powered big egg. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's quite something. Oh yeah, gosh, forgetting. I love that little detail of yeah in the chase segment where you you know you have to hit his nose nose to make him vulnerable, and yeah, you realize like oh my god, the the master emerald's right inside that thing. Oh, it's so cool. <laughs> and then when you blow it up, there's pretty much the death egg gone because everything starts falling apart, and and then it transitions to another thing. But by then the death egg's gone, and man, woo, 
That's a lot. <laughs> that yeah. was that was it for a little while. Why do I keep making load-bearing robots? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you blow the robot, it's gone. What, why does this keep happening? <laughs> Just puts all of his eggs in one basket. I don't get it. <laughs> eggs. Um, but for a long time, no death egg. Uh, because, to be fair, once you do all that, it's like, well, that's it. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. you've done all that you can with it, right? Uh, but I, I just really like the death egg, and it was gone for a while. Until Sonic Battle, and then it's just kind of there. <laughs> it's kind of funny, because on the, on the last... When you're playing Sonic Battle, to get into that a little bit, no, like the last level is suddenly the death egg, and it arrives with no fanfare. And, it, and to be fair, it doesn't really even look like the death egg. It's just kind of a space station, but... They could have just made it like Eggman's final base, but they decided to just call it the death egg. We have our uh, uh, special section about the pseudo death eggs that are, you know, definitely death eggs, but not in name. Yeah, they're, they're death egg adjacent. <laughs> yes. But this one is in name. It just doesn't really feel like the death egg, but it's there. It's in space, I guess. I remember, um, ha- have not revisited the, you know, the, the uh, incredibly intricate from what I remember story mode of Sonic battle, but <laughs> Oh yeah, that's that that one's gonna be that was gonna be a whole deal whenever we get around to it. <laughs> yep. I I remember I, I do remember the Death Egg reveal and you know, even then it was just kind of like, oh okay. <laughs> it's it's the Death Egg. <laughs> Somehow the Death Egg returned. Um Yes, yes. <laughs> that might as well be the official explanation every time. And then it was gone again for a long time. Until Sonic and Sega All-Stars Racing decided, hey, let's have a Death Egg level. Uh, they had the DLC track Egg Hanger, and yeah, that was cool. This was so cool to me when it first, you know, yeah. came out. Like, I remember park- at one point I parked myself near the uh, starting line just so I could see, like, I believe they had, like, the final boss from Sonic and Knuckles, the big ship thing you chased down with Super Sonic, oh. as, like, a thing in the background that would be, like, hovering around i was like oh this is so cool that's so sick yeah because what was there also not in one of the sonic drift games a just a a track named the death egg <laughs> that i guess there definitely was yeah. as i recall yeah i mean looking at a screenshot it's like well this is not really anything death egg about it except the icon uh <laughs> but hey just just for the sake of com- completion ship here on our on our discussion that is true. But this Sonic and Sega All-Stars Racing one is, oh, it's the Death Egg, all right. You don't see the actual yep. the actual ship itself in its entirety, but you just get to you zipping around on this little space station with the planet in the background. That's all you can ask for. Man, that's a, that's a good racing game. <laughs> it is. It is. Like, uh, the sequel is obviously better, but it, it still holds up pretty well, all, all considered. Just, just on the on the thinking back to all of the the how how good the 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 fan service the right out the gate like the all stars line like you know I think it technically started with that what the iToy collection on yeah PS2. with Sega Superstars yeah <laughs> yeah and then you had uh, what was it Superstars Tennis as well and then here comes All Stars Racing and man good 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 bunch of games it's very good like Sumo put a, Sumo clearly put a lot of love to this track. And also Ristar. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> he is also there. <laughs> I mean, he's space adjacent, if makes sense. A spacent. Yes. <laughs> and then no Death Egg again for a while. The Death Egg just sort of like <laughs> appears for a while, disappears again, appears a while. 
And then Sonic Generations came out, and oh, boise! This was the start of the real Death Egg resurgence. Because they were doing, like, reflections of, like, old levels, like, the whole point of Sonic Generations was, here's a little something from each of our standout mainline games. When they did the uh, Sonic 3 section, Sonic 3 and Knuckles, we got a Sky Sanctuary, and if you're going to have Sky Sanctuary, you got to have the Death Egg in the background. And there it was! It's big! Looking cool. <laughs> and, then, and then again later... Sonic 2 boss battle shows him going into the Death Egg. Yeah, that's where you fight the Death Egg robot again. A considerably chunkier version of the Death Egg robot, I have to say. Uh, maybe a little bit sillier than the one I remember, but and considerably <laughs> easier. Like, good yeah. golly, it's over in minutes. <laughs> yeah. But it's fine. <laughs> I, I do remember I liked the... Um, Kind of like the 3D uh, gimmick in uh, the Generations one where like you you are jumping on the big platforms instead of just on a, you know, a flat 2D plane. Yeah. And uh, yeah, seeing that big drill <laughs> coming right towards you on the screen was uh, was really neat. And um, it is cool that this is the version of the Death Egg robot that uh, sure seems to have inspired the uh, the Sonic 2 movie uh, producers with their giant Eggman robot as well. Yeah. yeah like we didn't get a, like i think we talked about it on the episode but uh we didn't get the death egg in the sonic 2 movie but we got the death egg robot which is kind of like a death egg robot because it's just a <laughs> giant robot that's like a death egg that robotnik uh, pilots absolutely massive. i'm still holding firm in my expectation that sonic 3 will have space colony arc and the death egg basically be you know related in some way or another yep, yep. i can see it Oh boy. But <laughs> yeah, Generations was the turning point because now they actually have a 3D Death Egg model used to like use for whatever they see fit. So all bets are off now. It's a slightly different model because uh they've given him a they've given him a mouth now. And I'm not always sure how I feel about the big grin, because I know it's reflecting his logo now, so now he's got the eyes, the nose, the mustache, and the mouth. But it does look a little bit funny sometimes from some angles. He's just <laughs> staring down at you like, <laughs> yes, exactly. Yes, but is it really any less silly than a face without a mouth staring down at you? I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I feel like there's part of me that's like, maybe the lack of mouth is kind of more intimidating. I have no mouth and I must scream, I guess. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I have no mouth and I must egg. Yes. <laughs> the no mouth is definitely more judgy. Yes. <laughs> I, I, I'd say so. I'm just imagining him like looking down at people like, is that what you're wearing? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Even comparing the... Um, you know, the different versions of you've got the generations version and then, you know, fast forward a little bit, the forces version, uh, the mouths are kind of a different shape. Like they, they get revised with, with each oh. version too. Looking the, the generations is a more of a smile, like coming down, like you don't see any hint of an upper lip <laughs> on that one. So he is more of a, you know, Meh. uh, whereas the forces version, it is a, upside down like uh you know half circle slice you can kind of see yeah you're right now i look at it yeah (laughs) yeah a little bit that was good future bad future (laughs) (laughs) every every time he brings it back there's just some slight uh slight edits huh yeah death egg mood board I mean, it does check out. Sonic Generations had lots of people like, eh. and Sonic Forces had people like, Arr. 
<laughs> oh, he had to put the frowny face on it because, of course, the, the main uh, function of the Death Egg Enforces is just for Sonic to be tortured for months. Yeah, apparently. I was tortured <laughs> off screen. It's birth point now, by the way. It was in Sonic Forces. Uh, it's just kind of, it, it's It plays a role in the story. I suppose if Robotnik was going to take over, he's going to have a, a big egg in the sky to watch everyone, but it's mostly there as a prison. Uh, it's got like a weapons on it and stuff, and they talk about like shutting down the weapons, and they blew it up. And at one point, it's all Star Wars, but mm, it's just kind of there. It's it's probably the level I remember the most from Sonic Forces. It's pretty cool, but yep. you do get to do like a little uh, Sonic Three and Sonic Three and Knuckles inspired like uh, uh, level classic level as classic Sonic. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. Yeah, and I I do feel like the fake Death Star trench run you do like in quick time segments during modern Sonic's level is one of the more like memorable parts of that uh, yeah. whole thing. Yeah, I remember that looking really nice. The, uh, you know, I don't even know what you call it, but yes, it's it's the Star Wars trenches, um, and like the the up close detail of like the Death Egg's skin, quote unquote, looks really cool in that game. It's nice to point out the good things in uh, Sonic Forces, and one of them is the Death Egg because we like the Death Egg. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Before we move on, it is worth talking about. Uh, we're going to talk about this in greater detail one day, I am sure. But it's worth talking about the Lego Dimension Sonic level pack that has the Death yeah. Egg again. There it is again. Yeah, I, I believe it uses the exact same model as Generations. It's mostly it's mostly kind of just for set dressing. Uh, the la- like the very last uh, boss fight in the level there is you do a siege on the Death Egg, fight the Death Egg robot, and then fight Giant Chaos Zero like inside the hangar. Oh, but that's right. Yeah, but then it's also part of the like open world area where you can go in and do like a Death Egg inspired style kind of mini challenge thing. It's cool. Like I definitely want will want to talk about that at some point because I was in way too deep. Yes. <laughs> I, yeah, I said it before. I'm pretty sure you bought it for me. <laughs> I still have it somewhere around here. <laughs> one of these days. It's nice to see Death Egg as one of the representations in that game. Like. Is that they, they hit a lot of popular levels, and they were like, "Well, we gotta have the Death Egg in there, haven't we?" And yep. yeah, fair enough. But that 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 essentially covers the Death Egg as we know it under its actual name within the Sonic games, the mainline Sonic games. But now I want to get into some more of an interesting topic. See, we've talked about what it how how it is in Sonic, uh, the official product. Let's talk about how it was in the comics because that gave in those it was given a chance to be expanded upon because, you know, it's a story, an actual full story. And I think this is where a lot of my understanding for how scary the Death Egg is, is how it was represented in the comics. And when I say the comics, I mean Sonic the comic for me personally, but you know. <laughs> yes, i uh pretty sure I've said before, as someone who started reading Sonic the comic, like, fairly recently, that the Sonic 3 and Knuckles adaption, which takes place over, oh, just under, like, a, a dozen issues, is, I mean, that is... That is now, like, the ultimate, like, adaptation of that story, um, mostly because, uh, you know, the, the ones in Archie Sonic aren't very good, and the, the ones that were gonna be good never got to come out, but <laughs> yep. the one in STC is just, it's so freaking cool, and, um, yeah, doesn't it actually, I, I mean, kind of technically start with, um... Well, technically speaking, if we get into it, 
there was an issue a long time ago where they adapted where they like had Sonic go back to the Death Egg while it was still in space because it was apparently uh, they would have to undo this because that Sonic was essentially destroying the Death Egg all over again to send it hurtling just to blow it up so that it wouldn't be there anymore. Uh, if they had not done that, they'd have been able to like transition to having it go back on to to lead into Sonic Three. But alas, in in preparation for this episode, I actually thanks to the help of Jeremy here, I got to read some of the uh, STC uh, comics for the Sonic Three and Knuckles ad- adaptation, and um. That first issue it's in, issue 45, like, whew, that's the simulation one, and that... Yes. That actually, that got me, like, kind of, like, a little bit scared and, like, a little bit, like, like holy crap, what what are they doing? Because, <laughs> like, yeah. he, like, shoots gigantic lasers out of his eyes and he, like, vaporizes tails and you, you see Sonic, like, getting vaporized and then, like, the next page is like, what a fantastic simulation! I was like, all <laughs> right, <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, now you know what it was like, Jake. <laughs> For all of us, or us easily impressed. Oh, yeah. us poor children reading that growing up. Because, yeah, Day of the Death Egg, I believe it was called, was just a nice little sort of like, hey, this is what the Death Egg can do, so let's hope it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, that was definitely one of the things is like, uh, it informs the potential power of a death egg is, uh, yeah, giant hero obliterating lasers. <laughs> and of course, the design for, for Eggman in the STC is, it looks very similar to, um, if not completely similar <laughs> to uh, the Adventures of Sonic Robotnik. So the whole time I'm hearing... John Baldry, <laughs> like his voice coming out of him saying these really like nasty lines and stuff like that. Yeah, that's the sort of weird thing that we had to deal with. Like, because obviously I'd watched the cartoon at the time and then they decided, hey, we're going to make it look like the cartoon one. But also he's really, really evil in this one. So now you get to imagine evil long John Baldry and I'm kind of OK with that. Yeah, <laughs> Still rolling his R's and still being like very flamboyant. Oh, absolutely. oh of course. <laughs> a bit of dissonance, but in kind of a way that you can really appreciate. Yeah, I just I, I really love the it the design of the death egg in STC specifically where it seems to be a little uh like tilted down compared to some of the other ones like yeah. looking at the panel of it launching and the 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 thrusters are coming off like the bottom and the face is like you know almost doing a <laughs> almost doing a version of like the Stanley Kubrick stare as it is launched into space <laughs> it, i think what yeah it's a misunderstanding based on the sonic knuckles title screen where you see it going down face first into the volcano so they didn't realize that the face was on the upper half it's it's like the a misunderstanding amy's design based on that piece of sonic cdr all over again yeah but i don't know i quite like it like that <laughs> yes and if it was an accident it's a happy accident because that that design is aces and i mean i don't know what else to say other than to tell people to go read that whole arc because it's oh it's so good it is it is action-packed the adaptation of Sonic Three and Knuckles it's not an it's not an, a direct one uh, it's not like perfect like to the games but it is an amazing storyline and it really gets the idea across that this thing is like we we had the impression in the games like oh man I really don't want this thing to be out there I don't know what it's going to do but it feels bad and then in this they show you this is what will happen tails will get fucking annihilated. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, the, and that that sort of stuck with me that's sort of like oh that's what it can do that's horrible 
horrible? This horrifying and horrible at once. It's horrible. <laughs> yes. <laughs> On the opposite end of the spectrum, gosh, it's not, you know, you were saying, oh, yeah, STC's adaption isn't, you know, what we would call a one-to-one. Well, you know what no. isn't at all? The Sonic Quest miniseries um, that the Archie uh, Sonic comics did back in the day, because... They kind of painted themselves into a corner where they had already introduced, um, you know, elements of the games at at that time, including like Knuckles and the Floating Island, Angel Island, etc., but did not touch any uh anything to actually do with the story of those games so when the death egg came around i i i wonder if that was a a sega thing or just an editorial thing where they were like oh man we uh we didn't get to use that cool space station huh (laughs) so they basically came up with their own story that oh okay i i reread this just for fun and forgot that it is smack dab in the middle of the arc where they have rescued king acorn from the zone of silence but he's turning his skin is turning to crystal and they have no ideas on how to stop it so they call everyone together and say just go out looking for rings and emeralds and see if holding them up to my my poor bastard king father (laughs) will keep him from turning into a crystal man i i don't really don't know what else to say because it's basically like the death egg is there um yeah like that's the best way of putting it it's like the stc was like okay we're gonna we're going to make sure there's a multi-part story arc that really gets into the events of sonic and knuckles and builds up the death egg as the real threat is and archie's just like oh well fine we'll do a mini series and we'll have the death egg in it i guess but i'm really more interested in what happens to king acorn fine there's the death egg it's gone bye (laughs) yeah the the fact that the fact that jeffrey st john or sinjin whatever the f*** his name is, is on the first page should be your clue into the, the what the real focus is going to be in this story. Now, to be perfectly, to be to be fair, they do say what the Death Egg can do. Yeah. Um, Robotnik says, like, I'm going to launch this into orbit uh, and using the power of uh, a, a Chaos Emerald and the Power Rings, I'm going to use it to roboticize the entire planet. But we never see that. And I mean, I think that's your, you know, that that is your, your contrast between STC doing the, you know, the simulation story and actually showing the power of the Death Egg versus, yeah, we get like four pages of dialogue in, in these Archie specials where he just talks about what it can do he's just going up on his big his big egg and <laughs> sniffly's in the meantime is just like well i don't care about that i'm gonna change change robotropolis to snivopolis and i'm gonna get a massage <laughs> i'm gonna yeah have all the swat bots give him a massage and prepared oil baths for him I do like how the, the, the version in this Archie miniseries is series is literally egg-shaped. Like, the ones from the games yeah. are pretty, you know, they're circular. You know, Death Star, it's a circle. But, hey, it still counts as an egg. But, yeah, this Archie version is literally shaped like an egg. <laughs> it's still a pretty scary rendering, I think. It's just slightly undermined as when you go into the cockpit. And there's Robotnik there with, like, fuzzy dice and a little eight-ball control stick that he's got. Yes. We were... We <laughs> We were still in the era of this is sad am robotnik but he's he gets a little silly with it um <laughs> compared to like his his true sad am counterpart 
But um, I mean, the, the the big things I remember from this, aside from the Death Egg, are that the giant uh, Mecha Sonic from Sonic 2 shows up. And I believe they called him Silver Sonic in this adaptation as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and that everyone kind of, th- this was also the weird era of the comics where everyone kind of talks the same, like, superhero dialogue. I remember it's really weird between Sonic and Tails. And I'm like man, can you guys, I don't know, work out your personalities. (laughs) That's just how it was back in the day. Yep. It was the style of the time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, especially Tails, like, Tails at least is, you know, compared to, like, Sad AM and Adventures, like, he's part of the team. He plays, like, basically the the second main character in the story, but, yeah. Now I feel like I'm talking too much about these damn Archie comics. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get They'll to that. have their time. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll save save that for another day. So let's move on to another Archie comic. Um, <laughs> no, no, but really, uh, what would happen later in the Archie comic? What issue did this happen again? I think it was like leading up to 250, wasn't it? Like 249 yeah. we first saw this. It, it was definitely a later one because I feel like I remember this popping up in like a free comic book day thing from pretty late in the game like definitely pre-reboot i remember that this is yeah it was pre-reboot but this was like ian flynn being like a a steady story arc building up to the revelation that hey the death egg is back and this time we're taking it seriously uh it's the death egg mark ii and what we got here is is a really cool redesign it's definitely like leans into the it's an egg now but it's it's terror it's pretty horrible <laughs> i quite <laughs> like the the dead eyes that it's got and the way it, oh man and the idea behind it is that again it's meant to roboticize all of the planet and it's also like robotics base going forward uh yeah like ian flynn was just like the death egg matters let's make it a big deal yeah yeah i'm i'm just i'm refreshing uh my my memories on the whole storyline but i mean yes this directly leads to not only does this death egg contain the world roboticizer but this is also where he develops the 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 reset button which leaded leads into our our you know soft reboots and whatnot (laughs) oh man yeah, so I'm glad that Archie like got to grips with it eventually. It just took a very, very long time. <laughs> I suppose that leads to like the most recent uh, comic appearance of the Death Egg, and uh, really recent. It's most unusual as well, I think. IDW's um, Scrapnik Island miniseries. Oh, that Ooh. has a Death Egg in it. It's not not, not a functioning one, but it's there. <laughs> Man, I, I it will still be a I, I believe a few months out, but I know the the trade paperback for for Scrapnik is uh, scheduled in August, and I highly recommend people pick that up or or go read the individual ones because uh, yes, the Death Egg appears, and I almost you know don't want to talk too much about it because woo that is a that is an excellent story arc. I really has been one of my favorite things yeah. in a long time uh just because it's so unique it's a a new spin on sonic that uh uh you you, you just don't really see that often in an uh, official capacity i will just say that the the death egg in scrapnik island is super cool <laughs> But that was just us uh, mentioning it just so we did uh because i'd love to elaborate on it a bit more but 
next time. Um, <laughs> next time. <laughs> but, but that kind of covers uh, the Death Egg as it is, as it is named. But there were, like, like it would inspire other iterations, which is to say mostly rip-offs of the rip-off. <laughs> <laughs> so there would be other Death Eggs and offshoots. Um, it kind of started with... Um, Sonic Blast of all games, not 3D Blast. We're talking about Blast on the Game Gear. G Sonic. G Sonic, as yeah, it would be called Japan. That's uh, there is a let now the, the version of the Death Egg we have here is titled Silver Castle, uh, but it's just it's, it's, it's a Death Egg basically. Yeah. It, and it, literally, if you watch like the the ripoff of the Donkey Kong Country two ending uh, sequence that where it crashes, <laughs> it's just the Death Egg falling to the sea from Sonic and Knuckles, essentially, or Mega Man X, or probably other I games. I mean, they've had, <laughs> they've had that, <laughs> but it's just them saying, "Well, we need something like the Death Egg, I suppose." So it's Silver Castle. Anyway, um, Egg Utopia. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's Sonic Advance 2's version. Uh, pretty death eggy. What does this one look like again? If I was picking out biggest differences, maybe the eyes look more like goggles than the, you know, sunken in Death Star laser pits. Yeah, there's not as much of a mustache. And maybe compared it's uh, smaller by scale. But, um, yep, it, that is definitely a death egg. Level operates like one, so it might as well be. Uh, got the upside down parts. I don't think we mentioned that, but yeah, there's the whole part in like Act 2 with the gravity, the reverse gravity and the death egg in Sonic and Knuckles where, you know, you go upside down and you'd have to play the game upside down. And Yeah, I think they do that in that one too. And they carry that over into forces along with the bridges that auto-generate as you run on them. Yeah. Uh. And the little the little countdown machine goes whoop 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 yep. whoop whoop whoop. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> that noise that noise has haunted me for decades. <laughs> um, following that is Deadline from Sonic Rush. Uh, interesting design for this guy. Uh, yeah, looks kind of like a football or shell, I think. <laughs> Uh, that I was I now I look at it it looks like a a a, a cartoony one piece character with a big beard. Oh yeah, <laughs> this is like if Eggman saw Grunkle Stan's uh, balloon and was like, no, <laughs> yes, <laughs> what an idea. <laughs> Just another space level. There's quite a lot of those in Sonic ever since Death Egg. That's that sort of set the standard for this kind of thing. So yep. space yep. station. So all right, you get to fight. You get to fight Blaze there, or Sonic yep. if you're playing as Blaze. It, it's also got maybe the catchiest song in all of Sonic Rush. What you need? Oh, yeah. you, yeah, you ain't lying. <laughs> so um, this is uh, uh, the Sonic the Fighters version. No, uh, this isn't actually in chronological release order, but I just wanted to talk about the Death Egg too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sonic, we've talked. Uh, have we talked about Sonic the Fighters? I think we have. Because we we did on the arcade, arcade episode. Game. A little bit. Yeah, well, there it is. It's silly <laughs> thing. <laughs> okay, I've, I, I've, don't think I've ever made this connection. Kind of looks like the amusement park from Sonic Colors. Yeah. yeah. The, the, the various satellites. This is yeah, just I, silly, though. I, I think Eggman got a little <laughs> excessive with the satellites coming out of it, especially considering that. You don't even go to any of them. It's just like, yeah. It's now. Is that supposed to be the mustache or those like little flippers? Man, I. I mean, I can't see it as a mustache, but it's not on his face. It's coming out of his ears. Uh, <laughs> he really thought he was onto something with this, and then. 
<laughs> the giant like solar panels or something. <laughs> it's growing on me the more I stare at it. It's goofy as hell. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this silly thing. Uh, that's just where you fight Metal Sonic, um, which is you, you know this does actually technically follow the uh, Death Egg uh, or like Sonic Two order of you fight a Metal Sonic and then you fight Robotnik, but Robotnik's battle is. It's not that bad. <laughs> Metal Sonic, however, will give you uh, a lot of trouble, and I think we talked about that before. Yeah, Metal Sonic will mess you up. Robotnik isn't bad, but it also has a 30-second time limit. You've only got one shot. Yeah. Too bad you're not supersonic, because good luck unlocking that in that game. <laughs> I, I've done I've done it a couple of times by setting it to easy and setting the opponent's barriers to one. Basically just like trying to cheese it as much as possible to make it as easy on myself as I can. I'm looking. I'm looking at the close-up here, and yeah, there is no mustache on this one. His ears just kind of explode out. <laughs> hey, Eggman, what's in the big blue orb? That's where I keep all my fakes of you. Ah, and then what's <laughs> and then what's in the big purple one? Big the cat. He needed a home. <laughs> <laughs> He's a cool dude. You should be nicer to him. He's really got his stuff figured out. He's actually been to space a few times. So <laughs> it does make me think that. Maybe in another... Oh, actually, no. The mustache is there. It's just, like, really sticking out of the sides. I feel like in another interpretation of this, we could have had a thing where, like, each of the satellites was its own arena, and then you would move to the center to confront Robotnik in, like, the very end of the uh, arcade ladder or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Instead, they did decided to go with the no you've got to collect the eight chaos emeralds first to power tails's rocket ship to get there <laughs> yep well that's the death egg too what a silly thing <laughs> it is. i suppose i suppose we might as well cover the egg station as if you want to pronounce it that way uh from sonic the hedgehog 4 oh boy this one stinks <laughs> yeah, I, I was gonna say we that's another one i don't think we even get to see from the exterior no, it's, it's just, I mean, it's, sorry, it's just a shitty version of Sonic 2. Mm. <laughs> With a boss, like a, an actual boss rush where it makes you play at least versions of the ones you fought before. Yeah. They're not very good. We'll get to Sonic 4 properly one day, but it's just another, yeah, this is a bad version of things we played before. The, 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 you do fight a giant, um, the giant Robotnik mech. Um I forget what they call him. Just a Death Egg robot, apparently. Uh, well, I mean, that's just what it says on here. Yeah. Uh, it has a few interesting attack patterns. It starts glitching out at one point and it changes up the way it attacks you because it's all, like, electric and stuff. That's kind of like episode one's gimmick du jour is, you know, it's a boss you've already fought once before, but then it changes up the attack pattern from what you're used to in the second phase. Yeah, that's about it. Is it fun or good? Not really. Especially if you're trying to get that untouchable achievement. Oh, <laughs> oh boy. We'll talk about that when we get to the next one. <laughs> By comparison, you know, I think we've said before, is Sonic 4 Episode 2 good? No, not really. But compared to Episode 1, it's a little better. Yeah. <laughs> Including the Death Egg. <laughs> Death Egg Mark 2, not to be confused with the Archie version. Uh, this one is based more directly on the uh, Sonic Generations design of uh, the Death Egg. But it's 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 Vord the Little Planet. <laughs> it sure has. I mean, it's got it in its big transparent belly. It's got the Little Planet in it as a power source. Um, all right. I don't know why, but it looks cool, I suppose. I believe the plot explanation is basically similar to Sonic City where Eggman wanted to harness the Little Planet and it's like 
teleportation abilities and stuff to create a teleportation yeah (laughs) (laughs) but yeah you actually get to you get a level around this kind of it's not much of a level you it's basically a bunch of bosses again uh you fight metal sonic and robotnik and then you do a little race with metal sonic and it's cool um and it's fine. Yeah. And then you do a final Robotnik fight that I tried to do so many times because I really wanted to unlock the Eggman costume for my Xbox Live avatar, and I never did, and I'm still bitter to this day. <laughs> no, I will not be taking comments. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just a big old egg heart. It's all right. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of how I feel about Sonic 4 Episode 2. It's just like, yeah, it's, it's all right. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, it's fine. <laughs> Tails is in it. This, this aspect of it is okay. <laughs> I do like the uh, the the purple glowing aura around it. it. It definitely it helps sell it as a more menacing death egg than it. It does it does at least give it a little more flavor compared to some of the other death eggs. Yeah, I like how the you know the the big purple energy sheen uh, is like shining in the eyeballs too. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I was trying to think of what the EGG station reminded me of. It reminds me of that weird flying fortress thing from the second pokemon movie god it's been it's been a while since i've watched that (laughs) i'm sorry i I can kind of i can kind of think of it in my head but i you're pulling out a primal memory here (laughs) (laughs) there is one other sort of death eggy thing that we need to talk about that's kind of the big one yeah right so it's not and so it's not a death egg it's not a Robotnik creation. Well, okay, you know what? Yes, it it's is. It's a Robotnik creation, <laughs> but it's not an Eggman <laughs> creation. We got to talk about Space Colony Arc. The Space Colony Arc is very important. <laughs> yes. Perhaps crucially so. It looks like a big Cocoa Puff and then it explodes with a face. <laughs> <laughs> I do love, I can't remember if I really connected the dots back in the day, but I do love the the implication that it is possible that that Dr. Eggman was inspired by his, his admiration of his grandfather of you know, replicating the space station with the, <laughs> the Robotnik family visage. <laughs> in his own exploits there is such an op- there is such an opportunity to turn that subtext into text in that movie next year <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah or even or even not even in the movie like that is something that ian could easily slip into another egg memo in whatever happens after four oh yes yeah. mm-hmm. I, I would be very surprised i i do i mean considering the the background of the space colony arc with its you know its various uh government uh, conspiracies and weapons and whatnot like do you think at the planning stage like there was a a justification at the meeting over the blueprints is where <laughs> you know high-ranking <laughs> officials are like looks a bit funny isn't it and gerald robotnik having to explain how every detail was necessary for the stability of the, <laughs> the, the, the satellite including the mustache especially the mustache <laughs> <laughs> how how do you expect this to stay afloat without stabilizers but they look like it's not we're getting nowhere just move on the mustache is the stabilizers (laughs) would you like to see the lizard i've made (laughs) i call him jojo (laughs) 
<laughs> I do. I I love the space colony arc. Like when I picture it in my mind, I do see the little uh uh small sequence in the second Sonic X opening where it's appears to be catching on fire, and uh, it's just a cool little bit of animation. Yeah. But, yeah, it's cool. I, I like the space colony arc. I like the implication that that's what inspired uh, the Doctor Eggman to give it a shot himself, and it's got a big, big space laser. It's a different. It's got a different vibe to it to the Death Egg in many ways because the Death Egg is like solely meant to cause mayhem and trouble, whereas the space colony arc had functions other than the destruction of humanity. <laughs> um, but that is like a big part of the story, and or, that makes yeah, it kind like of scary. destruction of another race. Yeah. Oh <laughs> man, we're, we're going to talk about that game one of these days. Yeah, we'll have you to. You keep saying it like it's a like it's the sword of Damocles hanging above us. <laughs> <laughs> we need to, or else we will never be free. It's more like a gun of Damocles, I think. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a G-U-N? <laughs> That's true, actually. That game had swords. I yeah. sometimes forget. And stop signs you pull out of the ground. The stop sign of Damocles. <laughs> 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 Write down episode title. <laughs> uh, eventually we will all have to stop that's the reminder <laughs> but that road pretty much covers all the depictions of the death egg and everything it inspired um so that and that's it really the death egg has a weird legacy um i it just keeps coming back <laughs> why <laughs> I mean, I feel like the easy answer is because it's cool as hell. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's cool as hell, and they already have the assets made. Yep. Yeah. Yes, yes. Which is why it's technically in Frontiers as well, on the uh, cyberspace levels of Sky Sanctuary. Exactly. Oh, we've got it. Put it there. <laughs> it's iconic in Sonic's memories, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I if I had the, uh, the situation where I was facing a giant face in the sky, I'd probably remember that, too. That'll be a vivid memory for me. Uh, they're also the same for the Death Egg robot. Ever since they they remade it in Sonic Generations, that's been coming back in various forms. Yeah, like the biggest one being, you know, the remodel they did of it in uh, Sonic Forces to turn into the uh, mass-produced model. Mm-hmm. The faceless model. Yeah, yeah. I I actually really like those, and um, I, I mean we we already touched on it, but I is is not the ultimate realization of that robot is the fact that a version of it made it into the the live action movies as well. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna like I've got I'm looking at my outline here, and I'm like, will we see it in future media? I'll be honest with you, probably. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I feel like that is sort of a foregone conclusion at this point. Yeah, I mean, again, I I love your your theory, but I I would be very surprised if yes, it does not show up in the next live action Sonic movie. Like those, the 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 folks making those really have shown their hand that like, oh no, we like all this this Sonic stuff too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if we are allowed to, we are going to put it in the movies now. Yep, I think the ultimate thing to say is, is it has it become more than just a Star Wars ripoff because we we got into that at the beginning as to where it stands like in terms of like the public consciousness but like it, it's it was just the Death Star but with Robotnik's face instead <laughs> but what is it now 
I I definitely think it has transcended its its you know obvious pop culture reference and become a a, a Doctor Eggman signature. Um, mm-hmm. That yes, it 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 always will just be the Death Star. But then you know, kind of like we said at the beginning, like it's not like it's blowing up planets or or you know <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah. yes yet. I, I I think like you said the the public consciousness like I, I not I'm not saying this to like denigrate any younger fans but I really do wonder if there are uh uh some younger Sonic fans who like yeah experienced the Death Egg before like even because I mean you know the Death Star ain't in those Star Star Wars prequels talking about you know like your certain ages of people so i wonder if yes there is a more what you call it a more of a pop culture separation uh now than just yeah it's it's the death star but with robot nick on it but it does for us doesn't it um <laughs> that's kind of what matters to us yeah <laughs> like for me i was never like i mentioned i was never really a star wars kid so i never really had that sort of fascination with those uh that imagery sorry even though we're doing this on may the 5th uh just the day after may the 4th <laughs> uh star wars fans but yeah um for me i would, it was one of those things and i think it's partly due to like the game it's the games it was in and in sonic the comic that it sort of like rented a lot of space in my head as a kid like sometimes i'd look up into the sky and the two things i would sometimes imagine in the cloud is oh there's there's the floating island and there's the death egg descending upon it like a star oh no <laughs> that's the kind of awe-inspiring imagery that i would just like to imagine sometimes because we have morbid minds as children it's like yo man it's been really boring today. I'd love if a, a space weapon would descend from the skies to murder <laughs> us all. <laughs> so I could pull out the Chaos Emeralds and become Super Chris and destroy it. Yeah, essentially. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, if I could be Super Jake and destroy it, I'd do that too. <laughs> I, for a moment, I suddenly imagined a super form for Chris Thorndike and I was terrified. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we never got that. And he still needs Sonic's help. <laughs> True. Uh, if one of the most iconic images in Sonic itself can be uh, Super Sonic, which is, you know. <laughs> right. Then uh, we can have the Death Egg Completely be an iconic piece of Sonic. original concept. Sorry, you're yeah. right. <laughs> Sun Wukong. Yeah. Yeah. Sonic, Sonic Wukong. Wukong. <laughs> Hi. Hey. Same brain. <laughs> Brought it all back around. <laughs> I think for like the uninitiated to Sonic, like somebody who's a newcomer and they see the Death Egg for the first time, they're probably going to think, oh yeah, the Star Wars thing. It looks like Star Wars. But I, like I mentioned earlier in the show, uh, I, as a kid, I only saw it as that way once. And then I kind of was able to partition it as two separate things in my head afterward. And I think, I really do think that, especially with as many years as the, as the Death Egg has under its belt, I think it really is kind of its own thing once you get past the first glance and you know that's kind of the thing with sonic like sonic will borrow ideas from various other pieces of fiction all the time including like uh, other games as well as taking a look at sonic frontiers but when it when when the sonic games approach it with such like authenticity and taking it seriously enough and being like no this is actually the coolest thing ever i don't care where it came from (laughs) yeah then it doesn't really matter that much. Now the death what egg, happens? <laughs> again. <laughs> the, but the Death Egg is definitely a thing where they're like, yeah, maybe it's Star Wars, but it's our, also our own thing, and we think it's scary and cool, and yeah, the rest of us do too. 
I, I think there is something to be said about taking, uh, yes, the, the many influences of the Sonic franchise, but now it is putting something through the... <laughs> The the Sonic conversion machine just <laughs> makes it its own like cool little thing. Like um, I mean, just thinking, I I I, I feel like it, it it's come up on our last couple episodes. But the uh, uh the Metal Virus arc in IDW Sonic, like I remember when we first got the whispers of that. I think the solicitations, and I I I immediately did think like. Oh, okay. So we're gonna do a you know a zombies but Sonic and you know I I feel like we were getting to the very tail end of like Walking Dead fatigue mm-hmm. as far as like pop culture goes. But then like going through that, I'm like, oh no, of course this is this is the 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 Sonic version of this. And I I, I keep talking about how I love how the writing comes through on that where. This is like the one of the hardest things Sonic the Hedgehog the person has gone through and it literally you literally have friends and foes alike like you know talking to Sonic and saying like man I think you got to give up on this one like you are you know <laughs> your worldview is is not going to pull you you know is not going to be the light at the end of the tunnel at this and he keeps saying no no it's I'm 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 going it's going to be okay <laughs> I, I just think that's another great example of yes, taking something that on paper is a you know a well-worn influence or whatever, and managing to spin it into its own cool Sonicy thing, just like the Death Egg. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Although I also realize that if it does show up in movie three, there's going to be a whole long sequence of scientists saying like, "You ripped off the Death Star," and just really digging deep into it. I mean, this is a Sonic that watches movies, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. it sure does. <laughs> I feel like it'd be authentic if Sonic was the one who said that. <laughs> but Sonic's always gonna... Like, Sonic's always gonna be inspired by other things. Like, the whole... <laughs> Sonic himself is just, like, Yuji Naka playing uh, World 1-1 from Mario over and over again. I'm being like, what if we did this really fast? <laughs> so everything comes from... Like, everything comes from something. Yep. This one's just a bit more blatant than some of those other things, but it's fine, because I think it's cool. <laughs> Exactly, <laughs> and if that is not the philosophy, the 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 healthy philosophy of a Sonic fan, I don't know what is. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have one healthy philosophy. <laughs> <laughs> I like. I even talk like with friends sometimes about like movies and stuff, and it, like you know, if you see enough movies, you're able to see like plot points happen ahead of time, and like you eventually realize there's not really much new or original under the sun but it's all about execution like <laughs> especially in stc oh it's, i was gonna say <laughs> yeah like in stc the execution is important oh, yeah. sorry tales it's a simulation <laughs> but uh i mean i think like i still stand by what i said earlier like i think the death egg in its own canon is used better than the death star is used in its own canon damn take that star wars <laughs> <laughs> The only thing is, is we don't have like a partially destroyed version of the Death Egg uh, in any of the media that we can destroy again. That would be cool. <laughs> I always like that aspect aspect of um, Star Wars is seeing the broken down version of the Death Star. So you know, Scrapnik Island rises again. Oh yeah, <laughs> dang! 
Yeah, that would be cool. Be cool to have like a like picturing how how could you have like a level or some kind of stage in that? And I think it's just like Sonic and Shadows last levels in Adventure Two, where you're like basically outside the whole time, but like here are big chunks of the colony. That would be pretty neat. Yeah. And since it's Robotnik's face, like with bits of it missing, that's like we we do see that in Scrapping Island, and that's pretty horrifying. Spooky, scary, or or inspiring imagery is part of what makes the Death Egg cool. Yes. So, do more of that. But that brings us to the end of this episode, I think. Yes, I think that's going to bring this episode crashing down into Angel Island for now. But as always, you can find us on our social medias. Um, I'm uh, Game Buddy, sometimes with a one, two, three around the internet. And on Twitter, I am Great Job Jeremy. That's G-R and the number eight. And you can find me all over the Twittery, social media places, probably. Well, all the cool ones. Uh, as <laughs> Falero, and that's F-A-U-L-E-R-R-O. Love that jingle. And I will say it every time. <laughs> 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 uh, you can find me on the socials at Rock the Jake, and you can find me on twitch.tv as Mr. Rock the Jake. And you can find me on Twitter at Cyberlink420. And of course, and as always, a very special thanks to Amy Waters for the use of our theme song from the album Gotta Go Slow. Uh, please check out more of her work on YouTube and Bandcamp and other social medias. And don't forget to also um, uh, subscribe, review, share, and rate the podcast. All that stuff. Just uh, it, believe it or not, it actually works in in spreading the show out there and uh, helping us get in front of more people. So thank you very much to everyone who does that so on our next episode uh i feel like we've made some uh veiled references to it even in this one uh y'all want to read some more comics yeah no oh, i'm gonna yay. do it anyway <laughs> <laughs> well we we are going to dive into the the sh- the shallow pool of the closer to the beginning of the archie comic uh sonic series but we're gonna look at a couple of those 48 page specials and gosh i don't even know how to uh uh explain how exciting um getting a double double length issue uh special number one was back in the day but we are going to take a look at the supersonic versus hyper knuckle special and i think we're going to go ahead and throw in mecha madness in there yeah we are mecha madness one i actually own the physical of Oh, yeah. I I think I've got a beat up copy of of Supersonic versus Hyper Knuckles in here somewhere. I think mine might be in my parents' attic somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but these are, in fact, two specials that have uh, their <laughs> their highlights. Uh, the highlights of which are um, instances of Sonic and Knuckles going at it. Whoa. Uh, uh, like that other podcast that's good. Oh, I love it. <laughs> and one of them uses his feet as feet. Oh, that's true. <laughs> All right. Well, until next time, I'm Game Buddy. I'm Falero. I'm Rock the Jake. And I'm Cyberlink. And please hold your breath against the harsh vacuum of space until you pass out from oxygen starvation. After that, you won't care. <laughs> <laughs> this has been oh. The Hill is Always Greener. And we'll see you on the other side. Yeah, the tagline. <laughs>